Good morning, pilgrims and traveler on the sunny path of life. Welcome to a new day. Welcome to a new day. Disclaimer, I won't go very far into this one, but I am aware that at times I do take myself too seriously and I think this podcast offers me the possibility, the opportunity to to lighten it, to, to express, to share that which I want to, but to not be so attached, you know, to the performance, to the content, and the idea of slowing, uh, which is still a, a stranger concept than I previously thought, which is very interesting. Uh, and, um, you know, that's good enough for that. So, living, uh, living. No, I'm, I still got to go back, uh, from town because the albergue was near the train station, which, yes, meant a bunch of trains, but, uh, for whatever reason, the noise of trains is not, does not bother me that much. So, yeah, they were not as problematic. I mean, and we are talking about a few feet from the tracks, not far at all. And quite a few, you know, trains throughout the day, uh, in the early hours and kind of late. I have to say the place where I stayed, though I like the ladies that ran it, uh, it wasn't that enjoyable because of, uh, the room was fucking, the room where I was was a fucking sauna. You know, there was no air conditioning, uh, I had to keep the, the shade down for most of the day, and and it was a warm day yesterday, but it was like, I can't imagine in a summer being in such a room. It would really not be fun. It could not be, I mean, I could, I could not have been in that room, or I would not be able to be in that room during most of the day. It was so much nicer on a terrace. And uh, anyway, just not, not nice in that way. The, the poor design in the bathroom floating the... The floor, which happened to, uh, uh, Ricardo too, but he used a towel to mop it, and I just, uh, I guess didn't feel right to, to use that towel, so that's why I didn't. Which most of the day, basically, I had standing water in the bathroom, that I had to walk myself, walk my way around. So, but in the evening, it was, I have to say, very, very enjoyable, just chilling out back. Uh, sharing some food with Ricardo, and then just chilling, enjoying, enjoying each other's company. Uh, not that I was surprised, but you know, it definitely, it was a little bit of awkward to, to realize, you know, we don't, uh, okay, hold on a second here. Okay, so I still have to, should I go this way? Yeah, I'll go this way. Why not? In honor of Ricardo. <clears throat> so we, you know, I arrived early. I got uh, carried away. <laughs> it was like six and a half kilometers. So I really, I smoked them basically. And uh, so, you know, met Ricardo. I gave each other a hug. And then uh, basically my pipe was right there against the bar counter. And then we went to have a drink, and then I 
eventually get checked in and did my business. Was looking for the air conditioning thermostat the whole time and uh, to no avail. So, you know, so we had lunch together and I have to say, you know, I'm the, the food in the restaurant here uh, doesn't make sense for sure for, uh, well, actually, regardless whether I'll be doing a Camino or not, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't do it to me. Though I, I did, li I do like uh, Pilar's cooking. The dishes she made, like uh, this garbanzo spinach, she made that soup with some fish and potato and, and anyway, she's actually a good cook. I think, she, I have the feeling she's good at many things she does. But I liked her cooking, but did not, uh, in most restaurants, it's just not impressive. You know, and we're not talking about fancy places where I've been. But to me, it is so underestimated what a grocery store offers, you know. Even more now that uh, with my little Tupperware and microwave, the kind of damage that I can do. And yeah, kind of realizing it's just the wealth of choice a grocery store offers is just mind-blowing. And we're talking about, you know, cities, of course, but small freaking town, villages, where you can do so many things. They are so convenient. Uh, and, I mean, I definitely consider them not only more healthy, number one, and, uh, hold on here, well, I don't know, I don't think that can go on average. And so, yeah, there's no, no equivalency with the restaurants, it's just, the food is heavier, it's too much meat, it's too much fried stuff, it's just uh, very strongly, I don't know, it just, uh, yeah, it just leaves me like feeling uh, at the end of the meal, you know. And, you know, there, here I am this morning, didn't find the um, uh, rice pudding, but uh, uh, I think I can, maybe I can go this way. We'll see. Doesn't matter. I'll make it work one way or the other. But um, I had two yogurt. I had those pasta that I cooked with the, the espresso machine water yesterday. I didn't add the sauce because it, felt, it was so warm. I was worried it would go bad. So I did that this morning. I had a bag of lettuce uh, that... Uh, I mixed in there, so I had uh, basically I had a whole bag of lettuce, you know, kind of pre-washed, uh, about a half a pound of pasta. Then I had two, three slices of bread with Nutella on it. And uh, so that was more food, you know, volume-wise. And then yet I, I feel energized, you know. And of course it's, you know, me choosing my, my metrics, you know, but it feels very, very different in a body. Okay, I think there is no bridge here. Is there? Okay, so I need to go back. I was kind of changing the Camino here. But let me see. Yeah, okay. All right, so we'll check that blue bridge. It might be closed, but uh, I'll check it. So yeah, I have to say, I have to give props. Those grocery stores are amazing. Um... You know, I don't know what it's like in developing countries. 
but here, you know, Sunday is my only challenge because of uh, the stores being closed or, you know, yeah, and actually even, you know, because from Saturday to Sunday, many times you would have to carry your stuff from uh, late Saturday morning all the way through Sunday. Uh, but I still think that's kind of a small price to pay. It, it is just tricky. It's just tricky. Although, although, when they did Via de la Plata in 2019, there was this place which I tried to go back to, but uh, it was closed because of COVID. It's kind of a, I would call it like a futuristic building. I don't remember. It's by the water, by this lake, if I'm not mistaken. You have to kind of go outside of the Camino for a little bit. And then I had no food with me. And of course, I was so out of the way. And I was tired. You know, Via de la Plata in 2019 was a, was a challenging ordeal for me. Physically, was, a, well, I guess I would say mentally. I wasn't as definitely nowhere as strong as now. Nowhere. And um, I ate at that place there. So I had gazpacho and I had some like a ham sandwich, but uh, that actually didn't feel that bad what I ate. But the food in a restaurant is just. Mm. I guess tapas. Tapas would be uh, maybe a way. You know, this kind of smaller portion of things. I don't know. But anyway, I'm definitely a big believer in grocery stores. No question. So here's this blue bridge in Gallur. It's a pedestrian. There is a door at the end. Or maybe, oh, actually, is it an elevator? Oh, that's hilarious. Actually, I think it might be an elevator. What I thought might have been a locked door. So it's a very late start. It's after 9 o'clock, starting... After talking to Ricardo, he talked to me about Mayen, which is the next and over 10 kilometers that has, uh, sorry, 11. <laughs> that has, uh, oh, there is a staircase. Good. I don't have to take the elevator. Um, they have a library, they have a library, um, a municipal library on the bottom floor and then the albergue and he really liked it. So I'm like, yeah, shit, I'll go. You know, I have kind of been pushing myself, you know. Feeling bad when I'm doing smaller distance, and I'm like, this is a marathon. This is an ultra distance that I'm doing. You know, this is not even a marathon. So pace yourself. You know, take care of the body. Give some nice days, and uh, and this is no exception. So I'm just doing to about 11k today. So you know, a little over two hours, and. Uh, all right, here I am here. Let me see where is the Camino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we are here. Uh, I don't see you, my friend. Um, the water, where is the water? The water is here. I am here. There's a bridge. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't go low enough. Here we go. Now I see the road. All right. I'll leave that app open. That'll make it easier. Instead of having to unlock the phone each time to go out of my uh, recording mode. Anyhow, it was very, but it was very nice. I don't want to get it wrong with, you know, I do consider him a dear friend, Ricardo, you know. Um, 
I kind of chewed his ass a little bit because of this thing that he has going on with sciatic nerve. You know, I'm like, have you gone to an osteopath? You know, it sounds like it's going to be right an osteopath alley, what he's got going on. I mean, could also be a chiropractor, uh, but I have a feeling uh, the manipulation an osteopath would do would help alleviate. But it's like, dang it, you know, it's talking about hurting, kind of like that Glenn Nielsen complex, my ex-in-law, that would just whine and bitch about shit, but yet would do would do nothing, you know, would, would not take responsibility, here we go, would not take responsibility. And to me, that's freaking annoying. So, I was like, promise me you're going to do that. You're going to go, you live freaking near Barcelona, so you're going to have option, you're going to have some good one. So go one time, you know. Go one time, at least. And then I like to keep chewing his ass because... I kind of doubt he's going to, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to kick it up a little bit from time to time, send him a message. Hey, kitty, kitty. <laughs> anyway, going through the center of town now, walking my way out. So, you know, took a walk through town uh, yesterday afternoon, but it was hot, you know, it was hot, which is why it made it so nice in the evening in that uh, back terrace by the railroad tracks uh, and it was so much cooler and fresher than in the room so it was late late going to bed and uh, didn't wake up didn't put my alarm until six o'clock i awoke before but i made myself uh stay stay in bed and then just uh well i mean it was like uh, less than seven hours anyway that I ended up sleeping. So today will be, you know, I'll arrive before noon, pretty much like yesterday. So there'll be plenty of uh, pack off time and downtime. I'll avoid the warm, warmest hours. And pretty much we are going now between 35 and 37, uh, 30, 35 and 40 degrees. So it is definitely warm for that time. So which I think is kind of a a spoiler for spoiler alert for the kind of summer coming I have a feeling. So I don't feel bad about walking my way up north here yeah, to the Atlantic coast. So that's one thing about the North Camino. You are not too far from the water. A little climb here. Living Gayur. I was also telling uh um, at the cardo yesterday, I had to scratch my head at some point trying to find topics, trying to find things to kind of share, you know. It's a lot of, there was a lot of matter-of-fact conversation, and I'm not a big fan, but, you know, I guess I enjoy being with him, so it's different, of course, if I care about the person. But, you know, I kind of try to bring some other things into it, and... I was kind of trying to express that sentiment that I have about looking at cities and it just, it looks sad to me. It feels sad with those buildings stacked. You know, this, this absence of nature, this overwhelming uh, presence of, uh, of asphalt. And, uh, it, it doesn't feel like home. 
you know, it, it's not calling it. It looks disgusting, I guess. It's kind of like, feels like a trash can to me. You know, and again, I'm not pinpointing the feeling. I'm not quite getting that. I don't know exactly, but I do find beauty when I come to those villages where there seem to be some kind of symbiotic or, you know, some something going on between nature and men where there is more nature, less men. I find it cheapens the more of men there is and the less of nature. Even though, you know, I mean, nature is rough. I mean, look at here. We are in May. It's uh, 18, I guess, today. May 18. And uh, you look at the window in spring, you know, of those pleasant days. I mean, pretty much now you have, you know, nice morning in the shade because in the sun you could still get warm pretty quick. And then you have nice evening, which that will go away when summer comes in Spain, because it'll be hot until the wee hours. Hasta las tantas. And, uh, but you know, in the spring and in the fall, of course, there are places, you know, like in Northern California, you know, some places where it's not quite as crazy. But a lot of it, a lot of the habitable regions, where are you, doggy? I hear you, but I don't see you. And it's rough. It's, it's a harsh environment, you know. Uh, like thinking about where I stayed. I mean, here would be a sheltered place, you know, in the summer, but it feels like a fucking sauna. And, uh, and that's again with protection. It's still cooler than being under the sun and baking. That's different. It's kind of like steaming instead of baking. But nature is harsh. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not like defending nature or believe that nature knows best. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm definitely not a hippie. I have no issue with evolution. I, I trust the process. Kind of like the Rumi poem, you know, talked about, you know, I was a rock. I became a plant. I became an animal. I became a human. What would I ever think that, you know, my next death would not bring me something even better? So though the process seems to have a, a tint of pain, of suffering, I do believe that the outcome is beneficial, is enhancing. But there is an element that's very abrasive from my perspective about life. You know, it's painful, it's uncomfortable. It, it kind of, yeah, I guess it keeps you on your toes. And maybe there's something to be said about that, you know, being kept on one toes, you know, Having to be sharp and having to innovate, you know, innovate or die, yeah? Innovarse o morire. And, uh, to me, yeah, it's, uh, I can easily see why human beings, why any creature, if they could, would try to control and would try to encroach on nature's territory and being like, yeah, you know, no. Looking at medicine, looking at technologies, all those modalities that are challenging the natural status quo. I have no problem with that. To me, it makes complete sense. If you have that ability, it would actually it would be ridiculous, you know. I do find it that kind of like hippie thing about kind of a, almost a Trumpian quality, you know, make America great again, you know, make the world great again. 
you know, that we are the problem, you know. And, uh, and though there are some valid points in terms of, you know, what's been done in technology, its ramification, the consequences, they are definitely controversial. But it would be, for me, it would be like equating it to my relationship with Glenda, you know. Though, you know, the end was nightmarish. We're both miserable. And I would never go through that. <laughs> never say never. But if I was to go through a situation again, I, I don't think our relationship would last almost 20 years. <laughs> I think I would read the signs sooner and be like, oh, okay, it's time to move on. This is not worth it. So I am not debating that there are things going on which I have problem with. There is a divergence of opinion, no doubt about it. But, you know, I don't want to throw the baby with the bathwater when it comes to that. There are amazing things about it. And I think it's a valuable part of who we are actually, I would say, essential part. Yeah, definitely. One of them. It's one of the pillars for sure. I don't think it's the most important, but it's, it is up there. It's on the podium. No question about it. I don't think the how and the what are the most important questions, but they are very important. Once you've answered the why, then it's about what am I going to do and how am I going to do it? You know, and when and where. So, but to me, the why, that's the number one. Anywho. So we were talking, of course, with uh, Ricardo about uh, the Camino. And uh, I am now, I have officially exited the town. And I see uh, wind turbines on my left, quite a few of them. They're not moving, which gives you an idea about the stillness of the day. So we're talking with Ricardo and talking about Camino. And he brought up uh, Francigena, which is a Camino that starts from Canterbury and goes all the way to Rome. Through France, Switzerland, and then Rome, and then Italy. The English part to me is kind of almost a little silly, because it would mean the hassle of going through England just to have one day from Canterbury to Dover, and then you take the ferry, or I guess take the tunnel to go to France, to go to Pat Kelly. And to me, that makes no sense. But that being said, you know, it kind of brought up the idea of maybe us doing that. And I'm like, I think I'd be up for it, to do it with you, you know. And because he's like, well, you speak Italian, and, and I'm like, dude, I mean, look at people here in Spain coming, and they don't speak the language, and, you know, you would get by, you don't need it. It's not essential to have the language to get that stuff done. But I'm like, but yeah, yeah, with Italian, I would like to do it with you. I'm like, sure, yeah. And I could say that too myself. I say, why not? But I'm like, you know, dude, you're thinking about a year from now, you know, <laughs> and appreciate, I have no idea, you know, I... I wouldn't be able to start to talk about, to you about that. And definitely I would be unable to, to make any kind of commitment. Because, I don't know, you know, if I end up going to India, which is a, that's a kind of almost like a horny subject, you know. It's a, it's a bag of nails, this one. Which it, it, it's interesting how uh, my feelings have changed, I realize. I am more tepid toward it, lukewarm. It's uh, it's not like it was when I was in Hamilena. And I'm not that concerned about it, but I guess a part of me is like, huh, I'm just not, uh, yeah. 
there's not a lot of energy going into that project. Not that I need a lot of it, you know, just need to get my freaking tourist visa and a plane ticket, and I'm in India, so it doesn't necessarily require a lot. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I told Ricardo, I was like, I don't know, man. I said, yeah, sure, you know, love you, man. And uh, yeah, I think it could be fun, but I don't know. For now, you know, I'm doing the Ignatius de Loyola at reverse, at the reverse, uh, I'm doing it backward. So I'll go to Loyola, which is in the Basque country, uh, south, uh, west of uh, San Sebastian. So not, not too, too far from the the, 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 the start of uh, the French, um, the, I'm sorry, the Norse Camino. And then, then I'm looking at going westward to do that part of the Norse Camino to Aviles and then uh, the Primitivo, which we're looking about, uh, I think, seven, uh, between, yeah, I think uh, 650 and 750 or so kilometers from now. So, kind of like from now, the length of the French Camino. That's what I have done. So, a good chunk of change. But walking makes sense to me. You know, everything is A-OK, everything is green light. My body, you know, um, it's in line with, you know, with in terms of how I see, how I view my finances, what I can afford. I mean, what I want to afford, you know, I am thrifty of course, about my finances. I'm not that concerned, but I'm obviously mindful, you know, of of, um, of my funds. Uh, it was a lot of work, you know, getting those funds, getting the saving, a very disciplined lifestyle. And uh, I definitely do not want to squander. And, and, you know, when thinking about yesterday, if I had to do it again, I would not go to that place. I would want air conditioning, you know, the place where I would stay, I would want that shelter from the heat during the day and then uh, come out in the evening, but not, not like it was. That wasn't, that wasn't fun. Anyhow. So, and we'll see too because of his, uh, I think he's got chin spleen, also possibly as a byproduct of his side ticker. So I've been basically pushing him to get some cold press, elevate your leg, you know, uh, cow as cold as you can, nice and tight around your um, your, your, chin, your shin. Uh, I could have also mentioned uh, those diabetic socks, which actually apply some pressure to try to help with inflammation. That wouldn't hurt, but anyhow. But he is, you know, he's set in his way. I mean, you know, he's smoking, he believes that. You know, the, the smoking is like, well, he's not smoking that much. So that, that freaking moderation, I have to say, I'm along with Caldwell Esselstyn, which is, you know, moderation kills. And then also what people think of when they use the word moderation is basically a way to justify what they're doing and saying, well, I'm not overdoing it. So you can do anything, you know, if you don't overdo it. And I think for some people it works. But when you start to have issues, that's a specious argument from where I'm standing, and uh, yeah, you're just dodging your responsibility, and which is fine, you know, I'm not, I'm not debating that, but I'm realizing, yeah, we are, we are definitely not going to see eye to eye when it comes to that, 
Anywho. So I'm now coming down, so I'm kind of overlooking this very big plain, this valley, uh, mostly fields, you know, agricultural fields. So I guess it's a fertile area here for that. As I'm working my way to my end. And then, yeah, looking at a nice day, you know, the body feels great, uh, but it's already warm. I mean, yeah, it's going to be about 9.30, and what a difference even from yesterday. So, and even this morning, actually, to give you an idea about freaking how warm the room, I already had to drop my shade at like 8.30, I had to drop the curtain down because the sun was already blasting. The, when I was doing my yoga this morning, the, the floor tile was freaking, one part of it was very, very warm, so whatever was under, that room was also heating it up. Uh, anyhow, so it wasn't fun. So I ended up going to his room because he ended up leaving earlier. He took a train to cut the day in half. He didn't want to not walk at all, but at least uh, because he's, he's hurting, I mean. And, uh, and he wants to walk each first, you know, and, and I do believe that shin spleen is not like tendonitis. I uh, would be pretty pissed actually at him if he was to push with a tendonitis or what might be. Because again, that inflammation there is in a tendon does not necessarily mean that kind of inflammation. I've learned that from Matthew. And his looks ridiculous at inflammation. I was really worried. But the shin spleen, I've seen people uh, walking and older people too, you know, for days and days and some for weeks and eventually went away. So I'm not sure. How much of it is placebo, and uh, but it seems to be something that's more manageable and doesn't have to necessarily be a deterrent. In my case, you know, which is what I thought I had a while back, if that had not subsided, I don't know if if I would have kept working. I think I I might have taken a, a day or two off actually. And again, why not? <laughs> it's like there's no rush, you know. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Anywho, okay. Here's a funky junction in here. I have five, almost six roads to choose from. So let's see. I have a feeling I'm gonna go to the left. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I think I got it right. Okay. And then 350 meters, there'll be a split, and I'll take a right. Okay, I'm on the right trail. Anywho, warm day, but uh, yeah, body's great. I do feel rested, you know, uh, though I did wake up a bunch of times during the night. I think sometimes the trains, you know, wee hours and then the late, but also uh, I did not put on uh, a sheet cover until like uh, four o'clock or so, so it was it was very very warm. But fortunately, I was able to keep the window open. Didn't have an invasion of mosquitoes or or creepy crawlers or bacterial bugs to bother me. So, and actually, before I let you go, I'm not sure I have anything else of value I want to share right now. Dear diary. But I'm walking by this newly planted uh, cornfield, and I have never seen that in a state. So there is this interesting process where the, the irrigation here, so you don't have all those uh, 
sprinklers. Some do, you know, some places. But a lot of them, they flood the field. So they have all those little canals, little kind of artificial canal, man-made, that carry water and have doors. And where they open the doors, the water comes rushing in, and then they'll flood the field. I don't know how much they're doing it. So you can see that being in process right now in this field. Uh, I guess it's going to go for, uh, looks like for hours before it does its job. And to me, it looks weird. I'm wondering in terms of efficiency compared to the sprinklers, how does it compare? You know, in terms of evaporation and, and the like. Anyway, in a time and, you know, in the age in which we are where the, the water is going to become more and more of a controversy. And for sure, when with global warming, you know, you're going to have a drought in areas where droughts were not before. So you're going to have people who are going to have existential question, you know. I have the feeling that there's going to be uh, agricultural displacement. And uh, some people are going to be faced with a existential crisis that they would have never thought of, you know, that they... For sure, they completely leaned comfortably and lazily uh, into technology that somehow it could answer everything. And I don't believe that for sure. I think it's an amazing tool, great tool, uh, essential, but it's not perfect. It's not perfect. You know, we, we are not yet really integrative when it comes to, you know, how, thing, how everything is interconnected and affect each other. And until you can get to a place to where you really appreciate that, then you're not going to be able to optimally create uh, a system. You know, and even then, you know, it's not about perfection, but I think that'd be pretty darn close, where you have a, a very, very good understanding about how, in conjunction, things interact, affect each other, and behave, and that uh, the, the interconnection is a justification or the rationalizing of why they do what they do, not because of what they can do or what they have an ability, but because of the interconnection, they are able to to do those things. Nothing works in isolation. Sorry, Descartes, but I do believe you are so wrong that you cannot understand things in isolation. You cannot compartmentalize life. And uh, I don't know of any tools, you know, I do believe that somehow it's going to involve a mix between spirituality and science. So, I guess religion you can use as well, but I will mean in, not in dogmatic religion, but that kind of relationship with the abstract, you know, with the, the abstract mind, with that part that is not um, materially expressed, but that is experientially expressed, you know, and felt. Through, I think most individuals have some awareness on one level or another of that reality, which is very, very hard to share and express with others because of the, the abstraction of it. But anyhow, so, so yeah, it's getting warm, but there's still again that uh, spring breeze, so that freshness in the air. So, enjoying that. But so far, uh, you know, actually, it was more challenging for me to be still uh, yesterday afternoon. And being in that warm room, I have to say, I would have preferred if there would have been a hammock outside. I would have jumped on that like a, 
flying on a freshly baked curd. And, uh, but I'm enjoying the heat. Uh, and uh, I, I think that's not going to change much when you start to go to the, to the mid, you know, to the light upper mid uh, temperature in the 30s. I have the feeling that would still be the case. It does feel freezing is, uh, is the adjective that come to mind. It feels like cleansing to me. And of course, you know, having, uh, then you get to the place and you take your shower and then it makes a difference. So, anyhow, on I go, my friends. I wish you all a beautiful day. And, uh, yeah, moving on here one more day, you know, still alive, still kicking and screaming and clicking names and uh, comfortably moving forward, you know, unknowingly, uh, uh, not knowing why. And maybe learning that I don't need a why, I guess. Maybe that's a point. Who knows? Anyway, love, peace, and buen camino. Hello, y'all. Heading back uh, to my wonderful lodging. <laughs> what a difference, I have to humbly admit, a lodging makes. And uh, this one is no exception. So I will have to definitely leave a amazing review to uh, Ricardo. He was spot on. This is a great place, right above the public library, which look a little sad. I have a feeling the future of public library is kind of in jeopardy, not in big cities, but I think in small town, maybe becoming some kind of social center might be more relevant than having books and DVDs and, and such, but maybe kind of like a classroom or yeah, it's kind of an outreach place, maybe something different. But anyhow, very nice lady, check me in. Uh, each room has like two beds, its own private bathroom, big living room, dining room, no stove, but microwave, a big fridge. So it's nice and cool in there. It's, yeah, 180, I have to say. It is wonderful. I, I get here like around, uh, you know, a little bit after 11, so very early day. Wonderful to be able to check in. As I have mentioned before, that's not always the case. So, very, very nice. And uh, just left Dia, where I get my goodies. I kept it simple. Uh, still treated myself to a pastry. Uh, they were beautifully displayed. They do a very good job. And freshly baked, you know. Amazing, you know. Like I said, the array of products this place is offer. So... Uh, and I'm heading back. I've already had a very, very nice shower. They even have this cool thing in the, in the room. It's on the wall. It's folded. And then you... It's kind of like a strip. You know, it's about maybe, maybe three inches wide. And, uh, and the length... It's kind of like a ruler. Think of it as a ruler cut in the middle. 
and then you pull from the center each half and then there is a clothesline that pops out. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm assuming each room has its uh, own clothesline. I'm already back. The idea was like two minutes away. So, and they have uh, very sweet touches like oat milk. <laughs> they have oat milk for, they have coffee, they have cookies, they even have oil. Uh, or even some dry toast, sugar, honey. Anyway, so very, very sweet. You can feel uh, the love. You can feel the care. And then that is very, very nice. And you even have two couches. I mean, a TV. Anyway, it is very nice. And then for the, you know, for the ridiculous fee of uh, six euro. So hard, maybe I need a little more light here. Hard to beat. So feeling great, you know, that was definitely a, a cakewalk today, but we'll enjoy, um, we'll enjoy the rest. And then for the next, uh, I think at least three days, maybe even four days, those are gonna be easy walks and I will enjoy them. Um, I will more than likely keep studying early and arriving early and whether or not I can check in, then I'll just find a place to chill, you know? But uh, yeah, we'll enjoy uh, not pushing, you know? I will more than likely push the day for um, Logroño. I realize I more than likely won't stay there. So I'll push through. If I can find the, the phone number to that location, the town before, uh, it shows closed, but uh, Ricardo is telling me it's open. So, which of course, uh, I, I trust him, but I still want to talk to those guys and I definitely do not want to plan something and in an unlikely event that it could be mistaken. You know, it's possible. It's unlikely, it's, it's pretty sharp, uh, Ricardo, but you know, nobody's perfect. I have made plenty of silly mistakes, so anybody, anybody can. And the app, you know, the fact that it has not been updated on the app to me is, uh, is problematic. So we'll see. Anywho, anyway, it feels wonderful to... Uh, I'm looking at some orange juice, it shows 0%. I'm assuming, is it saying 0% of... Uh, <laughs> of oranges but no it's uh what the heck is that escudella oh it's a broth interesting somebody left some stuff like some gherkins and then uh, some brie anyhow so it feels wonderful i have to say it's way more relaxing than uh what uh, I left yesterday. So very, very glad. Looking forward. I got this bag of herbs, like Provencal herbs. It's something like you're supposed to do a shake and bake, you know, with your chicken or whatever, and then you put it in the oven. But I'm gonna do that with my pasta and then lentils today. So I'm actually curious to see how that's gonna work out. Pretty excited. Anywho. Here I am in uh, Mayenne, looking forward to a very nice, relaxed day. More than likely, will be the only guy having this uh, 
ridiculously spacious environment and looking forward to enjoy every square inch of it. So wish you a beautiful day and uh, until we talk again.